I'm a guy that was on Rocco's dinner party that was on the Bravo Network about a year ago. Um, the stars were just aligned, and I was able to cook food in front of uh, a million people on TV and some, some great chefs, Marcus Samuelson, Rocco Despirito. Um, I cooked four dishes uh, against a, a pretty good competitor out of New Jersey, um, and I was able to take home the, the crown at the end and walk away with $20,000. Wow. And you know what? Much, much uh, respect and, and props on that. And, you know what I'm saying? Just everything that kind of came to to be with that whole situation. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a whirlwind, but, I mean, did you expect it going into the deal, or did you just kind of, like, just take everything in stride and just whatever happens, happens? Well, you know, you got to go in mentally prepared. So I'm telling myself, of course, I'm going to go in. I want to win this event. If I went in there saying, well, I really don't care. Um, right. On, on one end, it was just like a great food experience, just to be able to be on television and be able to, you know, just to cook food and cook your food. Uh-huh. Um, so it was a great, it was a great experience on the food end. On the reverse end, on the competitor end, I'm just a competitor. So I went in there full blown, like I'm, just, I'm going in here to win this. I'm going in here to win this, and you know, I compete with myself. So if I. I'm a big I'm a big critic on myself, so I think I was a more competitor with myself than going against my other two competitors at that time. So with, with the competition, I was fierce, um, and, and 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 you know how it is. Anytime you you compete and you you trying to be able to put your foot in there as a number one, um, when when it came to the competition, you know, did you find a lot of people, a lot of uh, of your peers was was, was trying to either hate. On, on, on the style you was cooking, or was it just kind of like just a friendly competition, and, and they, you know, if they ever tasted your food, you know, they, they kind of bowed down and be like, you know what, this is good. No, 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 definitely. Um, that, that's a good question, I'm trying to keep this. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at you, man. You're trying to keep it politically correct, right? I can see. I can... <laughs> man. Like I said, um, of course, people are always going to hate on the style you cook and right. what you do. Um, I try to tell people all the time, the one thing I do that everybody just doesn't do is I just give my food tons of love, and that's kind of what puts me over the top. Um, you got to kind of, like, love your food. So you can cook the same thing that I cook. We can present the same thing. The difference is that I put a bunch of love into my food, and it's different than how you put into your food. So good luck at the end. Um, you know what? I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that because I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's that's lacking with a lot of uh with, with a lot of chefs out there. Like you know, I know the chef game is you know not you know earlier before you uh before you chimed in. I I see it as the uh. You know, in a lot of ways, it's the rap game too, because it's it's you know you got to have a different style. Your techniques got to be different and authentic, and and not only that, I mean, you said it best when you said you got to put you you, you got to put yourself into the, into the food that you're making. You got to put some love and some you know passion into that thing. And um, I I don't, I don't know if you want to comment on it, but it to me it, it's it's lacking. It's lacking as far oh, as oh yeah, no, everybody thinks like. It's great to get on the burner and salt and pepper or whatever you do, paprika, <laughs> throw it in there, put it on the plate. It's great. Right. It's amazing. But there's more to that. It's like, where did your product come from? How did you cook your product? Did you put time and effort into the product? 
Did you season it right? Did you cook it right? Did you, you know, did you do those simple things that make the end result better? And, and, I, and you know, that's just, you know, I'm going to take you off topic. But that just goes on with what you cook in your household. Like people think, well, I'm just going to grab this meat, this burger meat out, out the out the supermarket. It's going to be fine. Well, hold on. Do you know where that came from? Mm-hmm. Do you know how long you been sitting there? Do you know who your, who your butcher is? And that's what I mean, like love and care. Like I know where I, you know, I know my butcher that I buy my meat from in my household. Or I know, you know, when I when I'm cooking in my re- when I'm cooking in the restaurant, I'm talking to my purveyors all the time, and I'm asking them what's in season and what do they recommend and all these things. So when I was competing on Rocco's dinner party, and we had oxtail and I cooked oxtails, I was talking to the butcher in the supermarket. And I was like, I want this one, I want this one. Can you cut it this way for me? Mm-hmm. I meet him at a full blown out conversation. It was a little different than my other guy. He was just grabbing whatever to cook his end result. And that's what I mean. I put like a lot of love and care and passion and right. food and people just don't. They just cook, put it on the plate, and think it's great. And that's how it works. <laughs> you ain't never lying, man. And 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 how how did I mean I, I know being a winner of, of, of the Roscoe's dinner party on Bravo T V network. Um, I know that change. How how you know how much of a change after the show was over and and you wound up winning? Like what was what was the the neighborhood reaction? And then what was the reaction from people that you didn't know? Um, the reaction from people that I didn't know was like, well, first was I think you're perfect to do television. You should try to do a comp- competition show. You should try to do Top Chef. You should try to do something chop. And then when I did it and I won it, it was like, well, why did you cook this? And why did you do that? No, it was more or less, yeah, it was more or less, I did it for myself to kind of prove to people that, hey, I'm 28 years old. I'm, at that time, I was 26 years old, 27 mm-hmm. years old. Um, I can cook just as good as anybody else. I'm a black guy. I'm young. I have credentials. I'm classically trained. I can cook just as good as anybody else in the country. Right, and that was my end result to prove to people that, yeah, you hear that I cook or I cook at these great places that you can watch me and say, oh, JJ, you were right. <laughs> you, you do a little fun there. You got a little swag in the kitchen. I see you. That's that was my is. whole end result. For the national end, it was just an eye opener, just showing people that there's another black chef out there besides Marcus Samuelson. There's somebody else out there that is trying. That's wants people to know that um, that black people could cook, that they could cook right. It's not, they just don't cook fried chicken and collard greens and macaroni. <laughs> There's a person out there that really cooks food. You know? right, right on, man. <laughs> when, when did you, how, how old were you when you decided, you know what, this the chef game is really something that I'm passionate about and this is really what I want to do? I was like a kid. I was like seven years, seven, eight years old. So a commercial on TV, Culinary Institute of America, and I'm saying New York. Told my mom, go to school there. She started laughing. So I'm going to be a chef. She said, you sure? You're not going to be a doctor or a politician? And help be a chef. And I was just lucky enough that my grandmother at that time was, you know, a big cooker in the kitchen. So she used to, mm-hmm. like, force-feed me beets and squash and zucchini, things that I hated. Right. I loved to cook today. So I eat beets like kids eat Skittles. You know, like that's you know, I cook those things. So I was all I was, I was always I chose my career at a really young age 
and it also turned out to be like my passion and my hobby that I'm able to do every day. So it's really great for me. Mm. You know, that's that's it, it's funny how you mentioned, um, you know, just kind of like your, your your grandparents or your parents kind of giving you certain things that you, uh, you know, you, you look back on now and be like, you know what, good looking because uh, now I'm using this to, to – to, to the utmost degree and stuff like that. Same deal with me. Like, you know, I, I didn't want to learn how to play the piano, but now I'm pretty good at it, and it was all because of of my grandma pushing that. So, you know, I feel you when it comes to, you know, just, just that influence on the on, on the side. So when it comes to what you got going right now today in 2012, Chef JJ, what, what's, what, what's, what, what's cooking in your kitchen, so to speak, what you got going on? Um, right now I'm working on... Two major projects. One's a kids' cooking show. It's called Kids Love Cooking with Chef JJ. Um, it's, about, it's about conscious eating, teaching kids that eating consciously will lead to eating healthy because nobody knows what eating healthy really is. Um, I'm also working on a cookbook that's geared towards the urban foodie, so people mm-hmm. that all live in urban cities um, that host dinner parties or cook for a loved one or trying to impress. That should be on the middle of October. Um, something really easy, simple, around $20, $20 for the cookbook. So I hope I get a lot of love for that. Um, you can follow me on uh, Chef Joe Johnson on Twitter, Chef JJ on Facebook, or ChefJoeJohnson.com. Um, that's really what I have going on right now. It's just really simple. Just trying to make that push. There you go. And when it comes to when it comes to eating healthy, and I'm glad you mentioned that, when it comes to that, there, there's, I mean, especially in the black community where it's just, you know, it's a lot of fast food popping. Um, it's a lot of different different types of foods that, you know, you, you would want to kind of stay away from um, as far as eating, like, every day, all day or something like that. Like, what, what, what are some of the tips that you can give the African-American community as far as, you know, different health things that can still be um, not just good for, you know, you know, people's taste buds, but also good for, like, you know, just staying healthy and just keeping that energy rolling? Uh, I keep uh, one thing I like to say is we African American community love American cheese, and I don't think people realize is that cheese is white, cheese is not mm-hmm. yellow. So mm-hmm. how did they make American cheese? Mm. So you're out there eating American cheese as a process, process oil basically that's filled with so much stuff. We we could talk about it all day, but that's just one tip. Like, go to the store and buy white cheddar. All your cheese in your fridge should be white. Cheese is white. The milk is white. Cheese, milk is not. Cheese is not. Milk is not yellow. Which yeah, it's not is yellow. yellow. Or it's right. not orange or whatever you want to right. call it. Right. Yeah, orange or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just like my simple tip, because you know, or just your soda game changes. Drink water. Find a juice that has low sugar content. Drink cranberry juice. Just know what you're putting in your body. Or, hey, just don't eat the same thing every day. Don't eat McDonald's every day. Don't eat chicken every day. Switch it up. Just switch, Just change up your moderation. It's all about moderation and finding different ways, of, different ways to eat. So if you eat chicken on Monday, on Tuesday, eat steak. On, on Wednesday, eat pork. On, you know? It's just mm-hmm. it's just changing up your diet, changing your body, so it's not used to the same thing over and over. What else can you give the um, 
the the community out there listening as far as uh not just not just African Americans but you know all races um as far as some of the things that would be important as far as vegetables and things like that because you know you know vegetables a lot of a lot of kids don't like it but there's a lot of ways that you can make it that you might be able to capture the uh you know the attention of a child or something like that so what are what what are some tips on that vegetable on that vegetable game that you can be able to get the listeners out there as far as the child um, if you live in out. a if you live in a in a in an area that has a farmers market Mm-hmm. Bring your child to the farmer's market. Let them interact with the, with the farmers. Um, let them walk around the vegetables and ask questions. I'm going to really, I think, intrigue them and pick their brain. Um, a lot of kids don't realize that there's an orange called the blood orange that's in season in the wintertime. If they opened it up, they would just look at it and say, why does this orange have this reddish color to it? And they would probably taste it to see what it tastes like or that there's 36 varieties of apples, it's just not a green and a yellow. There's mm-hmm. tons of apples out there that um, kids or everybody should try to eat. Um, and just try to eat what's in season. If you're out right now and you're, and you're shopping, look for white corn. Corn, is there's some really good white corn, has some really good um, essentials in it right now. It's in season, it's sweet. You can just grill it, come off the grill with some butter and salt and pepper or just grill it on the husk and make a cheese rub or an herb rub. Um, right now I'm really, I'm really fond on the white corn. Okay. Okay. Um, wow, that's good game right there because, you know, I, I just, I just feel when it comes to, when it comes to people's eating habits, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of us tend to kind of go left and, and, and we don't really take care of our, 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 our bodies when, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of good, healthy food out there, and, and people can really pay attention. Now, as far as your, your cooking skills, like, you know, I had a couple of people send me emails over the last few minutes asking, like, you know, are, are you are you getting ready to try to pursue um, opening up your own restaurant? Um, you know, what's, what, what's on deck as far as that? Because, you know, if you had somebody say, like, you know, Oprah Winfrey, she, she came in and, 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 and she wanted, you know, your very best. What what's what what what's some of the what 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 is some of your your specialties? I know all of it is, but what's the one that's <laughs> like you know what you can't deny this? This is just hands down good. I don't care who you are, you're gonna love this. Um, I would tell you hands down, you're gonna love it. Is gonna be um ox, my oxtails and my carrot ginger puree, hands okay. down. Um, I do this lobster salad with mango, avocado, chili, lime vinaigrette with English peas and mint that I think is amazing in the summertime. Um, and I also do this chilled corn soup where it's just three simple ingredients. It's this corn, jalapeno, and onions um, that we chill. And it comes with um, shrimp corn fritters. That's mm-hmm. also one of my big uh, signature dishes right right around this time that if Oprah was to eat, I think she she would want me to fly it out for her every day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What, what you got on deck? I mean, you trying to open up your restaurant right now, or what, what, what um, you got as yeah, far I as mean, that goes? Right now, I, I'm looking at trying to put a restaurant in the East Harlem area in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the area that's lacking and has great potential. Um, but I'm open for anywhere. I'm, I'm always looking um, anywhere. I'm just trying to find the right place, the right location, the right fit, and, you gotcha. know, in the, in the right team of people to work with. 
There you go. Because I, I'm pretty sure you know, like, especially with not just being a chef, but just being or opening or wanting to open any kind of restaurant, you you got to have the same kind of people that's on your level when it comes to, um, you know, working beside you in the restaurant game. Because if you don't, you know, that reputation that you built can crumble real quick if you got a bad team around you, correct? Oh, terrible. Yeah, no, exactly. That's correct. You got to work with people on the same level or better than you. Because you, you're just not dealing with food critics. You're also dealing with um, word of mouth. Because, you know, you know how it is with word of mouth. If you got a restaurant, it could be, you know, a hole in the wall, a real small joint. But if 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 the stuff is good, if the food is good, they're going to tell people, and they're going to they're going to tell more people, and then so on and so forth. I mean, it's that domino effect that always kind of comes in. And you know, um, I, I was thinking about one. It was a, it was a restaurant back in the day. I was a young child. Um, it was called Big Daddy's Fish Restaurant. The, it was a small, real tiny hole in the wall in Berkeley, California. Remember it to this day because people used to line up blocks just to be able to get in and get that fish. That's how good it was. And it was the only thing that was going. It was it was everything. Everything from catfish to, you know, they had a bunch of stuff and it was just it was just good. It was that good. And I was a little dude, so I was like, you know what, hey, I'm I'm I still remember just how it, it was a family it was a family atmosphere and they took care of their people and the food was Bomb, man! It was real good, real good. I mean, that's what that's what it's about. Like, it's all about word of mouth. That's the best advertisement. Like you said, word of mouth could kill you or yep. really keep you going. And you know, that's how I am when I do food and wine events. I just try to touch as many people as I can through my food, so everybody can get get a good experience in Chef JJ. You can actually follow this man right here on Twitter. Go to make sure you go ahead and go to um, Chef Joe Johnson on the Twitter right now. You can also go and check him out on the website. You still have ChefJoeJohnson.com up there, up up in the way for for people to check out. And um, man, I mean, you know, just just from some of the stuff that you actually just said that you know would be your best. And you said if uh, if Oprah was tasting some of the stuff that uh, you just you just named out, she'll probably want you to. Fly it in, fly it in ASAP <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, see, I'm, see, I'm, man, you gonna you gonna have me go fly down there to come taste what you got going on, bro. Like, that's that's real dope. And uh, one one question I did have for you is there was there was a um, I, I believe it, it was either a chef or it was it was somebody out there that just made the best kind of soul food that passed away. I want to say maybe like two or three Sylvia. months ago. Yes, Sylvia. Yes. What what your 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 thoughts on 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 that person? Because I you know I'm I'm not from out there, but that's all I heard was that was the like some of the best soul food, just some of the best. Period. Like you know, what, was, do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, Sylvia was a, is a legend, a person that was never trained. Um, took her style of cooking that was from the home and put it in a restaurant, and be, and became a legend. Has spices and sauces on the shelves. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, she 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 changed she changed the way people looked at soul food, kind of like an Emma Lagasse, how you changed the way people looked at cooking, or right. Julia Childs, or um, she, she's a main a mainline chef. Um, Harlem will definitely miss her. People in the culinary industry will definitely miss her. Um, her food was refined. Uh, she did great things. 
um, I would tell you when you come out this way to definitely still come check out Sylvia's. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep it as consistent as they can keep it. Right. Um, but she definitely, when you think of Harlem, you think of Sylvia. She was there when Harlem first started, in my eyes. When I first mm-hmm. started knowing Harlem, she was there. Um, and she's there now competing with some mainstream restaurants as Red Rooster and um, doing very well. Wow. Um, when, when people used to come to Harlem, that's where they came. They came to Sylvia's. They wanted to know what soul food was. They wanted to taste their soul cooking. Um, mm-hmm. So she's a legend. Um, definitely not just for Harlem, but just in the culinary world. Wow, that's 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 real heavy. I mean, you know, like I said, for me not being out there, I, I definitely, you know, want to want to want to experience it. But you know, definitely want to uh, experience, uh, you know, something going on from Chef JJ is definitely a priority uh, when I touch down to get out that way. And before I let you go, I got one, I, what I feel might be important as far as questions and whatnot. So you, you know, you being a chef, and there's so many people out there that. Um, that that is aspiring to not just be in the shoes that you're in, building um, building a, a brand, so to speak, with, with with not just the good cooking, but just a good way of life on the health wise. Um, how do you feel about some of the other shows out there? Not just Martha Stewart and some of these other um, cooking shows that they have in so many different cable networks. Like, what 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 is your thoughts on the evolution of that? Do you feel like it's in its right place right now, or do you think it's uh, you know, it's kind of commercialized. Oh, it's definitely, um, I, I can't knock cooking shows at all because. <laughs> because you're, you're one. I mean, you, yeah, you might get that call bring, one day and, and, and they might, right, might get that call and they might have kids of cooking with Chef JJ or something else. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it really opened the eyes. Cooking shows have opened the eyes to, um, to people and said, hold on. This food is fun. Mm-hmm. People watch everyone say bang or whatever he was saying at the time. And he right. changed the whole way uh, we looked at food. Um, and it's great because now you go out to eat and you think that you're this foodie because you sit there and you watch a food network and Paula Dean told you this and this person told you this and Bobby told you this. So when you go out to eat, you're intrigued a little bit more on how you look at food versus this is just food and I need to just consume it. Um, so I don't think the food world is in its peak at all. Right. I think it's a progression. Um, some shows are great. Some shows are crazy. Um, but it, every show that's out there has a different effect or a different approach or a different feel on everybody. Uh, what makes it easier for me or makes it harder for me as a chef? There you go. Hey, hey, putting, putting classic words right there in one quick one. If, if somebody's out there trying to hit you up on a catering gig, how can they how can they get a hold of you? Just hit me up on uh, JJ at ChefJoeJohnson.com. All right, y'all heard it here first. So all you people out there, not just in his town, I mean, you know, he might fly you out to whatever city, whatever state. I know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> y'all heard him. He'll go anywhere. So, you know, all, you know, Tokyo people, all you people out there that listen, hey, that <laughs> man might fly you out and, Change your life, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, man, I wanna, I wanna thank you, bro, and I, and I wanna make sure that you know, like, you know, anytime that we have something real major going on, which, which we would wanna be, uh, send a shout out to, you know, staff mate of mine, someone that that has been a part of this radio station for almost the whole five years. My man, a butter show, show enough. Got to send us some major shout outs, but. 
You know, I don't know if he told you everything that's cooking uh, within the next month or so, but I definitely want to partner up with you and try to, um, you know, be able to help out and, and push your brand, um, you know, up a little. You know what I'm saying? No, the best I, we can. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you letting me come on the show. Um, I, 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 a butter held me down. Um, I, I want to tell you thank you. And anytime you think you can use me with something or you want to cross collaborate, I'm definitely gonna keep you on my mind. I hope you, you I stay on yours. Hey, I already. Hey, you know what? To be honest, man, it, it, I don't run into too many real high-level type of chefs like this, bro. So you know, I'm already have a few things circulating in my head that <laughs> that that'll already be like, you know what? I, I think we could do this. I think we really can. Because you know, it, 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 it ain't it ain't you know it ain't it's a rare it's a rarity to be able to have a next legacy station chef in the building where we can be able to uh, you know collaborate and chop it up and uh, you know. Try to make a profit, baby. That's what we do. No, definitely. Definitely. So good. Appreciate it, man. Hey, congratulations again on the win for the Bravo Network on being on the Roscoe's uh, um, show. Um, and, and continue your success, man, and keep grinding literally, man. And, uh, you know, like I said, I want to be able to come out and taste your food and, 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 and do a real big type of catering thing, man. So we'll definitely be in touch, man, for sure. All right. Sounds good. Thanks again. Appreciate it. It is my man, Chef JJ, on this edition of High Level Radio. Your man, Brandon, is in the building. Next Legacy.